0: Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God the mighty God, the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the king of martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord, our maker for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the king of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massa they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the king of martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Lo, round the throne a glorious band, the saints in countless myriads stand, of every tongue redeemed to God, arrayed in garments washed in blood. Hallelujah! Through tribulation great they came, they bore the cross, despised the shame. From all their labors now they rest in God's eternal glory blessed. Alleluia. They see their Savior face to face and sing the triumphs of His grace. Him day and night they ceaseless praise. To Him their loud thanksgiving raise. Alleluia. Worthy the Lamb for sinners slain through endless years to live and reign. Thou hast redeemed us by Thy blood, and made us kings and priests to God. Hallelujah! Oh, o may we tread the sacred road that saints and holy martyrs trod, wage to the end the glorious strife, and win, like them, a crown of life. Alleluia. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says he will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt. He thinks, never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on the watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart, God forgets. He hides his face, he does not see. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart he will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it, you take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak one to another, with lying lips, with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words. Those who say, our tongue is our strength, our lips are our own. Who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to salvation through your life-giving words. May we always be saved by embracing your word. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. I have known tribulation and distress, but in your commands I have found consolation. From the, book of Sam, from the second book of Samuel, David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up into one of the cities of Judah? The Lord replied to him, yes. Then David asked, where shall I go? He replied, to Hebron. So David went up there, accompanied by his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David also brought up his men with their families and they dwelt in the cities near Hebron. Then the men of Judah came there and anointed David king of the Judahites. A report reached David that the men of Jabesh Gilead had buried Saul. So David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead and said to them, may you be blessed by the Lord for having done this kindness to your Lord Saul in burying him. And now may the Lord be kind and faithful to you. I too will be generous to you for having done this. Take courage therefore and prove yourselves valiant men for though your Lord Saul is dead, the Judahites have anointed me their king Abner, son of Ner, Saul's general, took Ishbal, son of Saul, and brought him over to Manahaim, where he made him king over Gilead, the Asherites, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, and the rest of Israel. Ishbal, son of Saul, was forty years old when he became king over Israel, and he reigned for two years. The Judahites alone followed David. In all, David spent seven years and six months in Hebron as king of the Judahites. There followed a long war between the house of Saul and that of David, in which David grew stronger, but the house of Saul weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn, Amnon of Ahinoam from Jezreel, the second, Chileab of Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. The third, Absalom, son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. The fourth, Adonijah, son of Haggith. The fifth, Shephatiah, son of Abital. And the sixth, Ithriam, of David's wife, Eglah. These were born to David in Hebron. The royal scepter shall not pass from Judah, nor the kingly mace from between his feet, until the coming of the one I have promised you. He will be the desire of the nations. Your brothers shall praise you. Your father's son shall bow down in worship before you. Until the coming of the one I have promised you, he will be the desire of the nations. from the Treatise Against Heresies by by St. Irenaeus, Bishop. The glory of God gives life. Those who see God receive life. For this reason, God, who cannot be grasped, comprehended, or seen, allows himself to be seen, comprehended, and grasped by men that he may give life to those who see and receive him. It is impossible to live without life, and the actualization of life comes from participation in God, while participation in God is to see God and enjoy his goodness. Men will therefore see God if they are to live. Through the vision of God they will become immortal and attain to God himself. As I have said, this was shown in symbols by the prophets. God will be seen by men who bear his spirit and are always waiting for his coming. As Moses said in the book of Deuteronomy, on that day we shall see, for God will speak to man and man will live. God is the source of all activity throughout creation. He cannot be seen or described in his own nature and in all his greatness by any of his creatures. Yet, he is certainly not unknown. Through his word, the whole creation learns that there is one God, the Father, who holds all things together and gives them their being. As it is written in the gospel, no man has ever seen God except the only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father. He has revealed Him from the beginning. The Son is the one who teaches us about the Father. He is with the Father from the beginning. He was to reveal to the human race visions of prophecy, the diversity of spiritual gifts, His own ways of ministry, the glorification of the Father, all in due order and harmony at the appointed time and for our instruction. Where there is order, there is also harmony. Where there is harmony, there is also correct timing. Where there is correct timing, there is also advantage. The Word became the steward of the Father's grace for the advantage of men, for whose benefit He made such wonderful arrangements. He revealed God to men and presented men to God. He safeguarded the invisibility of the Father to prevent man from treating God with contempt and to set before him a constant goal toward which to make progress. On the other hand, he revealed God to men and made him visible in many ways to prevent man from being totally separated from God and so cease to be. Life in man is the glory of God. The life of man is the vision of God. If the revelation of God through creation gives life to all who live upon the earth, much more does the manifestation of the Father through the word give life to those who see God. True teaching was in his mouth. No evil was ever found on his lips. He walked with me in goodness and in peace. My hand will be a steady help to him. My arm will give him strength. He walked with me in goodness and in peace. O God, who called the Bishop Saint Irenaeus to confirm true doctrine and the peace of the Church, Grant, we pray through his intercession, that, being renewed in faith and charity, we may always be intent on fostering unity and concord. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.